We're up to Dafei and Shkolem, and we pick up all the way on the bottom of Dalit on the days. We're up to Rebbe Chia. Two lines from the bottom of Dalit on the days. We have a fascinating Gemara today. The primary discussion up until the end of the parak is going to be uh, based around the value of a Machtis HaShekel, as well as what happens if a Machtis HaShekel gets lost. And does it depend on who loses it? And we'll explain as follows. Not everybody came to the Beis HaMikdash to give a Machtis HaShekel. There were like different, we'll call it a kiosk. It wasn't really a kiosk, but there were central areas for people outside Yerushalayim to go give their Machtis HaShekel. And then the treasurer of the Beis HaMikdash or the appointed person would bring, then take those coins, we're going to see, take the Machtas HaShekel, convert them into larger coins. So everybody brings a dime, right? Somebody's going to go and take those Machtas HaShekel, convert them into dollars, into larger amounts, and bring that to the Beis HaMikdash. So there's an added step that's there. I right, so why did we give a Machtas HaShekel? What was the point? The point is so that everybody should be giving that same value. But once I donated it, it's not like the Beis HaMikdash showed up to the animal dealers with a half a million Machtis HaShekels. They were, once we gave the Machtis HaShekel, then the treasury of the Beis HaMikdash would convert it to other coins. So what happens if the Gizbar or somebody appointed would lose the money? What happens if the person who loses the money is just a messenger who I sent? Okay? So a lot of interesting... Uh, a number of interesting discussions that we're going to have, but for the time being, we're going to wrap up the Gemara from yesterday discussing the halachas of a kolbine. This additional amount that uh, was added on to the Machtas Shekel to ensure that, uh, just in case the, uh, the Shulchani, the money changers, uh, messed things up and didn't give a proper coin that we're covering. Our, our bases, as well as the halacha of Meiser, which, just to reintroduce that, as we ended off yesterday, a person's only chayav a Meiser behema if there's one owner, if there's an estate of a father that's not yet been divided, it's still considered one owner. However, if the two brothers have now split up the animals, so each of them are considered um, individual owners, and they will be, uh, I'm sorry, if uh, if it's one owner, yes, then there's a of Meiser. If they're, uh, if the two brothers are now partnerships, there's meaning they've inherited it, but they haven't yet divided it, then they would be Potter and Meiser. All right, so let's go. That's a general overview uh, for the first half of today's daf, and let's get going. Rabbi Amar Rabbi Yirmiya boy. Rabbi asked in the name of Rabbi Yirmiya. No, Rabbi said, let me share Rabbi Yirmiya's Shaila. All right, and this is the Shaila of Rabbi Yirmiya. Well, nonetheless, non Amrin, why don't we say, Pom Shem Chayobim Bezeh Ubezeh? There are some times where brothers are chayav both in Meiser and in Kalbain, top of tomorrow's daf, and sometimes, top of today's daf, and sometimes they are putter from each other, okay, from both Meiser and Kalbain. Now let's explain. Hey, Chavida, what do we do? Cholkos anachosim, v'yacharka, cholkos abehim achayom b'zeh b'zeh. However, here's going to be the example of Rabirmiya's Shiloh. How do you have both both Chayev in Meiser and Kolban? Well, how do you have them both put in Meiser and Kolban? Let's say the two brothers inherited 
their father. However, they only split up the real estate. They did not split up the animals. Now, the miser comes from the animals, right? So the real estate side of uh, the real estate side of the estate is now individual owners because they've divided it. They've split that up. However, the animals are still jointly owned. So chayavim bezel bezel. Why? Because um, the, this that they're coming back together, if they're both going to own it, since it was divided, and now they're coming back together, so now it's considered a shutvis. However, the animals, which were not divided in the first place, is not considered a shutvis because it's considered the one estate of the father. Okay, so this is the, the nakudir. This is a very valuable and important idea. The in order for a yachid to own something, it doesn't even need to be a living individual. As long as the estate of the one father has the ownership, that's considered one owner. But what if they split up the animals? Okay, so now they're each individual owners. And they did not split up the property. So Paturin They're putter both from Miser. And the Kalban, because they still, because now they're, since they divided it, they're back together. So now they're Shutvan in the animals, therefore they're Potter from Miser. And they're also not Chayev and Kalban, like we learned in the Mishnah, right? They have two, they're, they're giving on behalf of each other. Amar Rabbi Mona, Rabbi Mona says to, to, uh, to explain, Hadad at Amar, that which, that case which we said that you're going to be Chayev in adding a Kalban, B'Shaloi Hoysa Behim this is only true, by the way. Rabbi Yirmiya's whole shaila is only going to be true when the father left behind different, um, uh, like equal amounts of properties, so equal amounts of assets. So you have real estate, you have some cash, you have some animals. Okay, what happens if the father was a rancher? What happens if, if you know, the father left behind uh, two thousand animals and one hundred fifty bucks? Okay, the, the, what what they ultimately inherited, majority the rive, is animals. So then, so then, hein hein iker nechasim, they are that's going to be the iker nechasim, and it's dependent on the animals. It's not necessarily going to be uh, dependent on anything else that the father passes down. So what? So says the Gemara to qualify Rabbi Yirmiyashayla as follows. What if the brothers divide, you, you have majority animals, and the brothers did not divide the animals, but they divided the money, okay? So, if, or vice versa, yeah, where you split up the money, or you did not split up the animals, and again, the animals are the majority. So we consider everything to follow the rife, okay, to follow the animals, and therefore, there would be no kalban because there is uh, shutfis. There is uh, there is the partnerships because uh, the animals were not split up. They're considered uh, that's considered the ikker part of the estate, and in such a case, there's no kalban as we explained in the Mishnah. Okay, Rav Avin Ravashi Shamai Boy. Rav Avin also asked a shaila. As follows, he says, He says, I don't understand. Just because, you know, this is considered one owner when it comes to Meiser Behema, we're going to say, You're going to be Potter from Kalbain. The bottom line is, every this is a classic 
a, a classic Chakira um, Shaila. And that is, who's Chayav and Kalbain, the Gavra or the Chavza? Is it dependent on the estate? When I give a Machzah Shashekel, is it, the, the Kalbain is dependent on a Machzah Shashekel, right? What the, again, what's the ultimate goal of the Kalbain? To ensure a complete Machzah Shashekel. Is it an individual thing, the Machzah Shashekel, or is it an estate thing? An individual thing. Every year goes and gives a Machzah Shashekel. So if it's a Gavra Dikachiv and not a Chavza Dikachiv, if it's an individual, an, an obligation on the individual, not an obligation on, on an actual item or an object, why would you be put from Kalban? I don't care. I got two people who are each high of an Amachtis HaShakel, and just because, uh, just because they're joint now, they're not going to pay. Go to Shaykhis. It's, it's a Gavra Dikachiv thing. On the latest, the Gemara says, says back to him, isn't it any different than somebody who gives an entire sella? We know that if somebody gives an entire sella, so it's it's considered like it still belongs to the father when you have a Yerusha that was never split up. So you see from here that the same way, let's give a scenario. If the estate is not divided, so who owns the estate? Papa. Now, if Papa pays the machzis hashekel for his sons, let's say he were to pay the machzis for his sons, wouldn't there be a kalbain? Would there be or would there not be? So there wouldn't be. He doesn't have to add on, just because he's adding on, right? Because that's uh, he's doing it's he's uh, doing it as a gift. That's what we said in the mission. Doing it as a gift is no chiyuv. So the same way. The father, if he would be alive, if he pays the Machs HaShekel, he wouldn't have to add a Kalbain for his children. This estate is considered him. And the Mela, even though, you're right, generally the Machs HaShekel is a, is a Chiyav on each person to give, but the estate is considered the father. We learned in the Mishnah, when a father gives on behalf of his sons, we learned this, right? On behalf of his sons, so there's no reason to add an additional Kalbain for the children. Says Gemara Me'ata. But now, Let's say the brothers split up the, the father's finances, and now they become shutzvit again. Now they become partners again. So, we should say they're putter from Kalban, because it's kind of like going back to the father. Well, we're going we're gonna to upslug this and say, no, it's a brand new entity, right? But we learned. Okay, there's a difference when you're inheriting an estate. So then you were together and now you're splitting up. When you split up your estate, two brothers who split up their estate, and then like, you know what? We'd prefer to, we'd, we'd prefer to go back and be partners again the way it was before the estate was divided. That's a, new, that's a new thing. That's a new zach. It's not like, oh, we're still inheriting our father's estate. No, you're not. You're two individuals. Yeah, you happen to be blood brothers. That's fine. But if you're going to recombine, if you're going to combine your uh, your finances now, or your animals, or your land, or whatever it is, that's a new shutzus. It's a new partnership, and therefore, um, it, it's not like you go back to the way it was originally, where it was one estate and then split up. Now we view it like it's split up and it's going back into a brand new partnership. Uh, and the Gemara ends off to finish our first parak of Yerushalmi. Where did the uh, where did they put the 
kalbain, because you know the mafta shekel is used for the upkeep. All the additional amounts, these kalbains, what were they actually used for? The mayor, I mean, the mayor says, Lushkolim. it was used for shkolim, okay, which is uh, the all the additional uh, karbonis. Lenedava, Reb Lazar Amar Lenedava, Reb says it was used for Nedava. Now we know what, what a Nedava is, is that the Beis HaMikdash was, the Mizbeach was never empty. There was, they, they, we would ensure it would be an embarrassment. Chas Shalom, you have people standing around the Beis HaMikdash. It's like a Beis Medrash where nobody's sitting and learning, right? There's always somebody sitting and learning tired in the Beis Medrash. So we never have the Beis HaMikdash with no carbonas being brought. So whenever the Whenever there weren't Yisraelim bringing an Asha, Machatas, Shlom, whatever it was, so there were always extra animals set aside as Nedavas, as voluntary Karbanas, to, uh, to ensure the, that the Mizbeach wouldn't remain empty. So that's what they would use the Kalbain for, according to Rav Lazar. Um, Rav Shem Shizuri, Rav Shem Shizuri says, Riku Azav, They were used for the gold. That would plate the Kedush Hakadoshim. Benazai Yaimer Benazai says Shochani are united with Sabaskaram. That the Shochani would take it as their uh, as their schar, okay, as their payment for uh, trading everybody's uh, for trading everybody's money. I guess they were they were reimbursed for their uh, for their time and effort. Benazai v'yeshayimim and some say lahitzah asrachim. They were used for traveling. And this goes back to what we said, and that is when these money changers would go to Yerushalayim. I'm sorry, when these money changers would come to the central kiosks in each city, and people would come and give them the half shkalim. Okay? And then they would travel with it to Yerushalayim. So there were travel expenses along the way that these people needed, and that's how they covered their expenses. Hadron Lach Perak Be'echad Be'adar. Hadron Lach Perak Be'echad Be'adar. Hadron Lach Perak Be'echad Be'adar. Now we're going to get into this discussion um, of of uh, these, uh, you know, how the the half shekel was given if people lived outside of Ere, of Yerushalayim. So here we go. Says the Mishnah Halacha Aleph. They would have something called a darka, and everybody in the city would come give their half shekel, and they would place it. They would combine it all together into a darkain, into a larger amounts, um, in, so that, uh, which was a, a golden coin, so that the people schlepping all the uh, money shouldn't have to carry. You don't have to walk into a bank. You go walk into a bank with a $100 bill instead of, you know, $100 and quarters. It's a lot heavier. Same way they had a shayfer in the mikdash, so too they had a shayfer in the Medina. What's a shaifer? This, this is very gishmak and practical. It's a pushka. Right? Now, uh, what do you mean it's a pushka? So a shaifer is small on top and wider on bottom. It's narrow narrow and wide. So you can get stuff in, you can't get stuff out. Right? You go in there, so mamish like you could stick money in, but it's not going to come out. So the the baskets that held the coins were shaped like a shaifer. That's what it's referring to over here. People who would send their shkalim with the messengers of the base Hamikdash, and then what happens? The messenger of the base Hamikdash takes the coins from their town, heads off to Shalayim, and these coins are stolen, or they are lost. If Chuma has already been had already been separated, we'll explain what that is. So what we do, look is What we do is we tell these people 
these treasurers of the Beis HaMikdash to take an oath. Now, Herzegheim, what this Mishnah is touching on is the laws of Hashemer. Are you a Shemer Chinam or a Shemer Sacha? So these people were hired. They were hired Shemerim. Okay? And therefore, they, um, they needed to swear about exactly what happened to Imlav. And if Truma had not yet been separated, okay, and we're going to get into exactly how the, the Truma worked, okay, and we're, we're referring to the Truma of the Truma Salishka, the Truma that was uh, from the Beis HaMikdash, and we touched on this earlier in the Masechta, that there were a few times Pesach by the Shalash Regalim, Klausel would show up, they'd bring the money out to show everybody, um, you know, what their money was being used for, so We'll, we'll explain exactly, you know, how this worked with the traveling coins. So, Imlav, if it was, if the Trumas from the Trumas Alishka was not separated, and Ishbaim, the Vnei Ha'irs, and the people need to swear, Uvnei Ha'irs, Shaiklim Tachtayim, and they give Nushkalim instead, Nimtsu Aisha Hechzirum HaGanavim. Now, what happens if you find it, or the Ganavim were found, and you got the money back? Elu Ve'elu Shkalim. So now your original Shkalim and the new Shkalim, are all going to be Kadaish, and they're, it can't count towards next year. You can't say, oh, last year I got a, I gave a half shekel, and I sent it with the treasure, and on the way it was lost. So they came back to us, and we gave another half shekel, and then they found the money. You know what? Don't come back to me next year for a half shekel, because I gave you two half shekels the year before, so it should count for my membership for next year, right? That's not the way it works. But Lamaisa, what we need to consider is the following. There is extra half shkalim now in the coffers of the Beis HaMikdash. So what was done with these extra half shkalim? So that's what we still need to figure out. All right. Says the Gemara. Yasuai Samar Goliath. Says the Gemara, why are you taking your half shkalim and transferring them to golden coins? Why don't you uh, do it to? Fr- uh, f- why don't you um, transfer it onto uh, expensive stones, expensive pearls? Right, Margolius literally is pearls. Gemara says, "I'll tell you why. Because jewelry fluctuates in value. Right, it could fluctuate up and down. It could be the price of pearls will go down, and Hector's going to lose out. Like we learned elsewhere, Vakula Anything could be redeemed with Kazim except for Shkolem. We don't allow Shkolem to be redeemed with Shava Kasef. Yeah, Mamish has to be uh, lost a place. I'm sorry. Uh, um, and uh, why don't we redeem it onto Kalim, onto regular vessels, right? You walk into a store, a vessel has value. In other words, the Gorge is asking, why does it have to be specifically onto these golden coins? Uh, same reason. Okay, same the same reason as the pearls. We're concerned that the value is going to go down, and hektish will uh, will end up losing out. I, you could say, what about the gold? Yeah, gold also has different value. Tarot says no because, you know, until I believe the '60s in the United States, it was like this. Ever since the '60s, our government just relies on their own. Um, on their own dollar itself to back up whatever money is printed. But um, gold was like the stabilizing force. And when you have currency, something that's officially like, you know, part of a currency, you generally 
has more stability than uh, than an item. Okay, says the Gemara. Masnisa bitkalin chadetim. Okay, now we should be familiar with this word, right? That's the mafirish on the side, the Talmud of the Gra. Tkalin chadetim. Tkalin chadetim is shkalim chadetim. Tough and shin change in Aramaic, and uh, it's uh, we're dealing with the new shkalim. Avo bitkalin asi asikin loy boda. Older shkalim loy boda are not uh, are not um, locked in to uh, to this uh, to this chiv. The Tony K. Now we learned beferish asikim hamikdash ve'ein asikim be medina. They would they would uh, take the atikin, the older shkalim in the mikdash, but the older shkalim were not taken outside of the base of mikdash. Outside the base of mikdash, people were only permitted to bring newer shkalim. Okay. Says the Gemara, now let's talk about this. We had these messengers of the Beis HaMikdash come and collect all the half coins. And then they'd bring it back. What happens if it's lost or stolen? Says the Gemara, Our halacha in the Mishas by Hashem Erechinam. A volunteer. But if a guy was a Hashem Erechinam, you can't just, if it's lost or stolen, make a shvua. And get off the hook. Um, Rabbi Rabbi says no. Feel Tim Bashar Mizrach no. They said Mikdash could hire this guy. Nignavu Balista Mizuyan. We could talk about where they were armed bandits. Of Dubabi, Shatavasya. And what does Avda mean? What does it mean when it's lost? It was an Ainus. We know that a Shamir Sakhar, even a paid watchman, is not Chayev on an Ainus, something that you can't control, something that's out of a person's control. There's no uh, there's no Chiyav. See, either way. Whether he's a volunteer or whether he is hired, either way you could say that he's not automatically going to be chayev. Omar of Yusti Bar of Simon, of Yusti Bar of Simon says, Asya command Omar Tarman al We're dealing with somebody who um, who uh, the messenger of the Beis Hamikdash is dealing with funds that both are going to come into the Beis HaMikdash and that the Beis HaMikdash has already collected, like pledge, you know, pledges and, stu- and uh, money that's already come in. Baram Kamanda Omar, Ein Tarmin Loi Al HaGavoy Al HaOsed Ligavis. But Loi Bada. But according to a person who, uh, who holds that they would not separate the, from the Truma Salishka, for money that was not yet in the Beis HaMikdash. So then this whole Mishnah would not apply. This whole Mishnah obviously applies, but depending on whether they withdrew the money before the money was uh, was lost. So if it didn't yet reach the Beis HaMikdash, so the coins aren't considered uh, hektish yet, which is a Chiddush, because we would say, listen, once the half Shkalim are donated in the towns and given over to the messenger, maybe I would think that they already have the status of being part of the Lishka. Maybe the, once the messenger of the Beis HaMikdash has it, so it's called, it's part of the treasury of the Beis HaMikdash, and he punked has to travel to the Beis HaMikdash in order to get it to the right location. But it seems from here in the Gemara that, no, this guy is a messenger of the Beis HaMikdash, but until it Mamish makes it into the Lishka, it doesn't have the status of being part of the treasury, and therefore, so the Mai Nafkamina, Nafkamina is, so the people never gave it. You understand? If the money gets lost along the way, whose money got lost? 
if the messenger is a chilek of the Beis HaMikdash, so the Beis HaMikdash's money got lost. Why going back to the people of the, of the city and saying, oh, make a shvua? <laughs> make a shvua on what? My money didn't get lost. Your money got lost, Rabbi Beis HaMikdash. But if we say that the messenger of the Beis HaMikdash is not a chilek of the Beis HaMikdash, so what happened? People gave the messenger money. The messenger's on his way to the Beis HaMikdash. It gets lost or stolen. Whose money got lost or stolen? The people's. So now that it's your money, we, we, the Beis HaMikdash never made it to the Lishka, never made it to the treasury, so if you're going to say you gave it, so we'll come back to you and say, listen, we know an incident happened. All right, make a shvua that you gave in Akobah Seder. Period. Two dots. When people send their skullim, Amr Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar says, "Our mission, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, 'Kadshim shuchai b'achriusam minachab kinechasavim.' Kadshim, that are chayav b'achriusam, are still considered a person's property. Amr, therefore, it's considered the townspeople. Amr Rabbi Yechonan Dibri Akolhi. Rabbi Yechonan says, 'No, it could be following uh, anybody, not only Rabbi Shimon. I'll say, 'Mishum shavuah takana.' Maybe this whole shavuah is a takana. Yeah, in other words, that the the whole reason why." The, the messenger of the base is going to have to make a shvua. Is a, the, the Rabbanan say, we want to make sure that you're going to be careful with the money on your way over here. And if, by the way, if you ever lose it, you're going to have to make a shvua about this. Al daite the Yechanan Necha, says the Gemara. Okay. So according to Shitas Rabbi Yechanan, it would make sense. It makes sense why anybody should have to make a. Uh, it makes sense why anybody should have to make a shvua. Um, uh, it makes sense why anybody, yeah, why anybody would have to make a shvua. The messenger should have to make a uh, shvua because we want them to not uh, to not take it lightly. And the Bnei Ha'ir as well would have to add to uh, to the other shkalim and put other shkalim tachtayim. Put uh, if the money gets lost, they're gonna have we're gonna go back to them and say give a nacha half a shekel, give another half a shekel. Bishom shvua stakana because of shvua stakana, right? Because that, that was the pin of Rechelon. Rabbi Rechelon says the Rabbanon are, are enacting these takats. Bishom Shvu, Elo the Rabbalaz, the Brother Coin, the Rabbalaz, and Nishban the Venehir, Adahi the Reb Shimin, Nishban the Gazbarm, Gazbarm, and Maibed the Dayu, to say that people of the town need to make a Shvu Abbasader. Yeah, we want to listen. We want to make sure that they're actually uh, giving. And now the money that got stolen belongs to them. So we're going to go back to you and say, listen, you got to swear that you talk again. <clears throat> but why do we make the Gizbarim swear? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. So they don't take it lightly, the messengers, and we're not chayshed them first. Or so that people don't start even speaking negatively about the messengers, the base men, just being like, oh, these guys are paishim, they don't care about the money, they're, waste, they're wasteful spending that's why it got lost or stolen. But if the Gizbarim are now going to have to take a Shavuah uh, uh, in a Bezdin every time something goes wrong, so it's it's kind of a uh, a protection. It's like a it's like a wall. It's a ba- it's a barrier so that people don't even start speaking negatively about the messengers of the Beis Hamikdash. Now says the Gemara: Allah is that. Even if the people say we'll give another uh, another half shekel, um, still the gizber 
the messenger, not the gizber, that's the treasure, the messenger of the Beis HaMikdash is still going to have to uh, make a shvua because every time hektish money gets lost, there's a chi of shvua that uh, a person's going to need to make. So if, let's say, even if I'm a shayim rechinam, if something belongs to the Beis HaMikdash and one of the kahanim says to me, hey, Templar, I know you're going, uh, you're traveling to Tavaria, you know, there's this, this thing is hektish, we have a shayla about it. Can you bring it to the Rav in Tveria? And I start going to Tveria, and it gets stolen. I need to make a shvua, even though I'm a shayim Okay? Why? Because that's the rule when it comes to base. Amikdash, we don't want people to take the hektish finances lightly. Any time we're dealing with mum and hektish, a shvua is going to need to be made. Okay. If a person is about to give his half shekel and he loses it, says, Well, tough luck, Charlie. Yeah? That's how it goes. All right, you're on your way, you lose it. Eh, sorry. You got to get another one. He says, No. God's everywhere. The Abish is everywhere. And if you set aside the money to be a half shekel, even though it didn't yet reach the hands of the treasure of the base of Mikdash, but. It's like you set aside for Kaddish Baruch Hu, Kaddish Baruch Hu already has it. All right? And therefore, it's like you gave it. it says the Gemara, Mastisa Pliga on Roshim ben Lakish. Our mission seems to argue on Roshim ben Lakish because he says in the Shpon of Benayir, Benayim Shekem Tachtayim. He said, you got to give another one. But according to you, Roshim ben Lakish, why do you got to give another one? Either way, even if the guy lost it on the way, you gave your half shekel. As soon as you set it aside, it was given. Gaval de Gekasha. Says the Gemara, Loi Aydi Mishum Shvuas Takana. No, maybe Roshim ben Lakish will hold. Same thing. Shvuas Takana. Therefore, yeah. It already belongs to the base of Mikdash, even when it's in my pocket, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu owns everything anywhere. But because of this Takana, that yeah, now that the Kaddish Baruch Hu owns it, that's a punct why you're Chayev in Ashwa, because now it's Hektish, it belongs to the base of Mikdash at any time. So it belongs to the base of Mikdash, you're going to be Chayev. Tani, we learned. Arishayim Neiflin. Le Siknechadzin. Okay? The new half shekel goes to the new part of the treasury. Ashniyim Neiflin Le Siknechadzin. And the backup money, the extra money that was given, that goes towards the older uh, shkalim. Now, what is that referring to? So we'll get into this as well, but just to give a, a, a quick overview, we know that the new carbonites were always used with the new shkalim. The older shkalim that were not yet used were used for other parts of the upkeep of the base amigdash, and that's what they would use the second coins for. What's considered the first coins and what's considered the second coins? The first ones that were lost and then found. Uh, another one says no, which was everyone reaches the base of Mikdash first. So here's the following story. The people of the city give money to the messenger of the base of Mikdash. He travels to the base of Mikdash and loses it. He goes back to the people of the town. They give him more money. He now goes to the and deposits that money. Then the original money is found. The original mo- Since the second group of coins reached the base Hamikdash first, that's considered the new coins, and any mo- money that comes later on, the found coins, even though they were uh, handed over first, but since they didn't reach the treasury first, that's going to be considered the old coins and it needs to be used. It's going to need to be used for anything that could be purchased with uh, older coins specifically. Okay, Gavaldic. That ends 
that halacha and and uh, that and our first mishnah of Perek base. All right, here we go. Next mishnah halacha base. Hanoi sin shikol chaver lishkol yada person gives a shekel to his friend to hand over shkoli yade atzmai. I give it. I say, hey, uh, Rabarn, you do me a favor. Can you here take uh, take my chazi shekel and give it to the base of mikdash? And you're like, yeah, got to have shekel. So you go and give it on your own behalf. Okay? If, um, if the trumas halishka had already been separated, then it's going to be an issue of me'ila because you used it for your personal gain. A shekel shekel, I mean, a hektish person gives a shekel from hektish. So I'm supposed to give a half shekel. So I gave a half shekel. Not for my own stuff, but I gave half shekel from the base of Hektish, is uh, something that already was designated as Hektish. And then the truma is separated, and, the, and then and, uh, an animal is taken from this money. Because again, I use I have a personal obligation to give a half shekel, and I use the base of Hektish's thing to fulfill my obligation. Now, what's very interesting to notice here is as follows. If it's me'ila, that means it was effective. We don't say, oh, you never gave a half shekel. It belonged to Hektish. No. We're saying you gave a half shekel, and therefore it's considered a meal. You might say, with the Meishriya said, you give a half shekel for Meister Shani money, or Shemitah money. Yoichal Kinegdon. So then you need to make up for it. All right? You got to take that value and deposit that with the Kedusha of Meister Shani or Shemitah. It says the Gemara HaShakel. A person who uh, who uh, gives his shekel from hektish, we learned in our mishnah. If an animal is brought, well, which one is it? You need a carbon to be brought in order to be chayav or do all you need is that money is separated from the truma salishka? Which one is it? Who's the Tan who says that it's enough? That as long as the truma was separated, that already makes you either. Says As soon as they get the money, boom, it's used immediately um, for the carbonis vikasha. But we got a question because ilu Let's a person steals an ayla and There's no kapara at all. So why don't we say the same thing here as well? Say that the money should just be, uh, if I gave you money and you used up your personal gain, it should still be like I gave it. Because there's nothing specific here, the same way as a carbon. On review, the good says, You know what? We're dealing with a chati shekel where it's noticeable. It's not, it's mesuyim. It's a set half shekel. It's noticeable what, um, uh, who actually gave it. And therefore, Michel, Beis Rebbe Gamliel, Shei Miskaven, uh, there was a there was a matzah shekel given by Rabbi Gamliel's house, and they had like a set coin. Rabbi Gamliel's family were in a seam. so they had a set coin, like a recognizable, noticeable coin that came from their house, and it was and it was put into the it was put into the kupa. So you see from here that there are certain times where even after the money is given. It's possible to uh, to notice which one it is and to go back and undo the damage. Says the Gemara, 
But why don't we say, maybe the shekel that I gave ended up with the shirayim. Okay, now what is the shirayim? Very often there was extra money beyond what was needed for the carbonis. Okay, um, even, and not only that, by the, when they would show and remove the money from the Chumas Elishka, therefore they didn't take out all the money. So it's shayich, it's possible the money that I gave was never taken out of the Lishka in the first place. Maybe my money was the part of the one that was, uh, that was left behind. Allah Kirebi Meir, the Rebbe Meir, I'm Meir, Mayalim Bishirayim. Even Mayalim Bishirayim is going to be an issue. Says the Gemara, Ayrim Bishuyim. But we already gave a Siyam. We already gave a final Psak, a final Halacha. That it was, uh, we're dealing with a recognizable coin. And therefore, there's no difference. I, maybe this, maybe it was left behind, maybe it was taken out. There's no maybe. If you want to know exactly, so we'll just answer you. We're dealing with a coin where it is, uh, it's recognizable, and therefore there's no concern that uh, we don't know where it is anymore. Go find it. You can go get it. Manen. Okay? How does a person get Hano? In what way are we getting Hano with the Maxis HaShakal to say that I'm over on me'ila? Om Revavim B'Shem Rabbonon, the Taman. Revavim says the name of Rabbonon from Babel. Mekivon Shebezdin Ru'iyon Lamashkein Veloi Mishkanai. Because the Hanah that you're getting, the benefit you're getting is since Bezdin would have taken a mashkin from you if you hadn't given. Now that you did give, you're not going to give a mashkin. So this is considered like you got Hanah because you're going to be part of the group. Again, so we're dealing with somebody who's specifically part of a group that we're going to force into the Machzis HaShekel, period. What if a person takes Meiser Shani half shekel and donates this to the Beis HaMikdash? Okay. Now you're not allowed to use Meiser. You're not allowed to use Meiser Shani, obviously, for this particular uh, for this particular cause, right? It, that's a whole separate mitzvah. Says the Gemara. How do we know that we have a problem? However, if you have a bechor that is holy to Hashem, Babahima from animals. Lo yaktish, you're not allowed to make it hektish. Lo yaktish ish oisai, a man should not make it hektish. What do you see from here? Kosha hu kaidesh, one something already has kedusha, and kedusha chalolav. You can't add kedusha to it. And therefore, if this is already meiser sheni, you cannot use this as your machtis hashekel. Ketzad hu oiser. So we said in the mishnah that if you have somebody. Who is we said in the Mishnah, if you have somebody who separates their machzis hashekel from Meiser Shani or from Shemitah, so then what do you do? So he said, okay, so you leave it. But the Kedusha, the value of the original Meiser Shani or Shemitah, you have to eat that amount, the Kedusha. Kate Sadawai says, what do you do? So the says, maybe sell a Shachulin. You bring a seller of Chulin, and you say, Money, any place that they are, you wherever they are. I know I just gave it over, but that kedusha should be chal onto this sella. And this sella should now have the holiness of nasu shkolim, and the rest of uh, the rest of the money keeps the kedusha of machzis hashekel. We will hold it here for today. And uh, Bez Hashem pick up from here tomorrow. 
הגוטן ערב שבת.